With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WTAW news time is five minutes after six. It is 59 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news. Brought to you by RM Mullinix. Trusted AC service since 1948. MullinixAC.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. An update for motorists who use Welburn Road south of Jones Crossing. The city of College Station is announced starting today, traffic in the construction zone will shift to the west side of Welburn Road. This means closing the intersections of Welburn at Deacon and Fraternity Row for about a year. This is part of extending Deacon Drive and closing Kane Road. Last May, Brazos County Commissioners followed the Bryan City Council in approving an economic development agreement with an Austin-based company to build a data center on the Rellis campus. Yesterday, commissioners approved a new contract where their general counsel, Bruce Arrett, said the only change is to the construction timeline. That's to accommodate a construction delay caused by winter storm Uri last year. At that point, uh, I think the problem was the BTU was no longer in a position to guarantee them service that they needed, and they've since worked through that. They have multiple contracts out for to make sure the utilities won't fail. The Bryan City Council was told last year that the building, which is supposed to be almost five times the size of a Walmart, will employ between 100 and 150 employees, earning at least $75,000 a year. If requirements, the owner will if meet requirements, the owner will be reimbursed up to $9 million by the county and the city, giving up to $16 million. For about a year, the Brazos County Sheriff's Office has been using a trailer-mounted license plate reader on county roads. County commissioners yesterday approved an agreement with the Texas Department of Transportation that Chief Deputy Paul Martinez says will allow the reader to be used on state highways. Just basically to collect data in efforts to help us with our enforcement efforts. Martinez says they're able to collect data on the number of vehicles at any given time. A Brazos County Health District effort to increase physical activity in all population segments was presented at yesterday's Brazos County Commission meeting. Commissioner Irma Cawley asked multiple questions of the Health District's Dana Gayton about what she called an active living plan. Can you tell the simple-minded person who qualifies? Everybody qualifies, so this active living plan should be adopted by the City Council, Commissioner's Court, so we can have it as uh, part of our county uh, for active living. The report cited a study that showed almost 89% of the Brazos County population has access to exercise opportunities, but almost 20% are physically inactive and almost 30% are obese. Blinn College trustees decide to continue its 20-year bookstore relationship with Barnes & Noble. Chairman Jim Colcourse confirmed with Vice Chancellor Richard Cervantes during this month's meeting about a signing bonus that Blinn will receive. The signing bonus, $200,000, let us just say, is that a one-time deal? That's one time. I would ask for the signing bonuses to be put into next fiscal year as opposed to this fiscal year. So we would receive it September 1 as opposed to immediately. The five-year base contract with options for two five-year renewals also includes Barnes & Noble making a contribution to their location in the new Bryan Campus Administration building. Cervantes says the amount has yet to be negotiated. 
WTAW news time is eight minutes after six. It's 59 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by RM Mullenix. More news at 630 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 94.5 WTAW. Good morning, 611 on a Wednesday. Let's have a look at our weather brought to you by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front of the line service, $0 diagnostic and never an overtime charge for Total Protection Plan members. Malik, feel the difference. Here you are. Sunshine and a few clouds today. High temperatures right around 80 degrees. Becoming partly cloudy tonight, low in the lower 60s. Partly sunny on Thursday, becoming breezy. Highs will get up into the middle 80s. Partly to mostly cloudy Thursday night, lows only dropping to the upper 60s. And becoming partly to mostly sunny again on Friday, breezy and warm, with high temperatures in the middle to upper 80s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620 945 WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on W. WTAW coming up in sports. Texas A&M softball sent to return to the Diamond this evening, and they'll have reigning SEC Freshman of the Week Katie Dack in the lineup. We'll talk a little bit about Katie coming up, as well as the Lone Star Series between the Astros and Rangers and the Dallas Stars picking up a big win. All that more in sports. There you go. It's a 6-12, and uh, the the uh, weather drinking game for Breezy continues. This is just uh, this is crazy. We're at 20, 20 miles an hour, 25 miles an hour all the way through the weekend, and it felt 90 great degrees, yesterday, so. Yeah, yesterday was a pretty, yeah, uh, pretty was nice. good day. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Is it? Uh, <laughs> it's good to be back in Texas. It's okay. good to be home. Yeah. Uh, I wish I was at home in my bed, yeah. but it is good to be back. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah, you sound I'm a little tired, it. actually. I'm making it. Yeah, well, on Vegas time and, and got in a little bit late last night, uh, so uh, still trying to catch up, but we'll get there. Okay. Was it uh, airplane trouble? Uh, oh, was no, Was there no, some no. disruption with masks? I mean, no, uh, no, yeah. no, no, no mask disruptions at all. No, the, the flight was easy, but uh, I didn't leave Vegas until about 2.30 got into Austin, still had to drive home, pick yeah. up the dog, get uh, to bed, oh. still on Vegas time. So that's all it was. Yeah, no, no, no travel issues whatsoever. Parents keep Coda? Yes, they did. Does Coda want to come home after being at the parents' house? <laughs> she does. She's okay. usually ready to get back in her own little dog bed. Well, I mean, so. you know, if you drop into that grandparent mode. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's definitely spoiled there. Yeah. there that's for sure. And, it, and she likes to eat, you know, Buddy's food because it's different. Sure. So right. there's that. Does but, it uh, take a little while for her to get back to normal? Like, does she act out when she comes home? No. No. So what's the uh, what's the bird status? Okay, so when I... (laughs) (laughs) Folks, in case you didn't know, Chelsea apparently gets attacked by birds that she's trying to lock her door in the morning as she's leaving for work. So Coda and I get back around 9.30 p.m. last night, and it's just sitting up there on the doorframe. Again, no nest. We have not even let them get that far. Um, But this morning, they were were not there. So I I did not... Yeah, so I, I think they've given up. I mean, they've tried and they have stuck around. And at this point, I was going to put something up there uh, today if they decide to try to come back. But uh, but yeah, no, the roommates kind of played bird uh, preventers, monitors, yeah, Yeah. bird monitors this weekend and and early this week. But the one of the little guys was still hanging out there. Little girls, I don't know, was still hanging out there last night. I was like, really? Welcome home. Okay, Um, but yeah. and, And this morning, though, when I left, they were not there. See, at their alternate place, mm-hmm. at their alternate place, I guarantee... <laughs> their other they, home, their right, vacation their home. home yeah. yeah, exactly. That's it. They, uh, the, the, the one flew back last night and yeah. went, 
No, we're, you're wrong. She's back. Yeah, she, See, she's back. The other one was saying, okay, we're fine. The, she's gone away. Maybe. And that'll be fine. Maybe. And then the other one was sitting there last night, saw you, and went, well, crap. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll see how just, tomorrow I mean, they goes. are resilient little guys. Yeah. They have they have just stuck around and continued to try to rebuild, and we just uh, keep knocking it down. <laughs> well, but, but, but once again, I mean, if you think about the animal kingdom, non-domesticated animal mm-hmm. kingdom, and humans... I mean, it's a different world. They get up every day, and True. number one, they have to find enough food to make it through the day. Right. Yeah, yeah. They and are survival, survival mode. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and sadly, we may have a listener or two who's in that situation, and God help you mm-hmm. if you are, but generally, we think our listeners do have the ability to have enough food to get to the next day. Right. Secondly, they have to make sure they don't get killed by something today. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, Namely, I, you or Clip Howard. Whatever, yeah, yeah. but their, their point of view... Of life is a little bit different. And that's why on days when you have bad ones, and everybody does, just remember that <laughs> at least you you're not a bird. Well, at least you're not. At least you're not a wild animal. In survival yeah. mode constantly. Exactly. Who is always right. in survival mode? You have to do that. So I felt like I was in survival mode the last four days. I was about to say in Vegas. <laughs> survival of the fittest. My God, I share planet with these people. Yeah. Oh, God. Info. Mission. Barely got it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is a, it's eye-opening experience, uh, let me tell you. Understand. Well, yeah. I, all right. We'll, we'll unpack that. I hate using that phrase. We're going to reach out to Chelsea. I need to unpack. I need to unpack. Literally, as a matter of fact. (laughs) I understand. It's on the to-do list for, I don't know, this week, some point. 27th of April it is. It's a a Wednesday. Glad you're with us here this morning. Uh, Let's see what we got going on here. Oh, today is... um, Profession... This is... Today is Administrative Professionals Day. I think we talked earlier this week... That the first secretary's day was. So today is administrative professionals. I thought we used to have a week for that because we talked about how bosses were so bad and stupid that they right would they would get it. a whole week and, right. and yeah to make sure that they got the you know uh, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, my so, well, question was, I wonder when it, it became administrative professionals day. If you, to you could probably day. look that up. There's maybe a way to know it. It's denim day. You may wear that today to celebrate if you okay. want to. Then that's uh, I like denim. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little warm cool. though. It's here. <laughs> I wear denim all year round. Oh, really? I yeah. Had denim on today. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. International Guide Dog Day. Okay. All right. They're very important. Mm-hmm. International Noise Awareness Day. Oh, believe me, we're aware. We're aware. Uh, Morse code day. Fine. Okay. It's, uh, Stop food waste day. Yeah, mm. probably every day. Prime rib day. Okay. I'm oh, not yeah. a fan, but you know. Really? Good. Nah, oh, never man. have been. I like just, prime rib. Yeah, just don't do it. Mm. Uh, and Morse code day. Which is kind of quaint, yep. but, you know, if you need it, you need it. Dots and dashes. All right, let's do birthdays. Birthdays for today. She's big and she's proud. She's Lizzo. Of course, on Amazon Prime, she has that show Big Girls. Yeah. Which I have not checked out yet. Uh, don't know if either one of you have, but yeah. No, Lizzo. I saw the I saw the the trailer for it. I guess like the the tease episode kind of thing. And, I still uh, don't understand exactly what it is. Is it like they're trying they're to model? For, uh, I think they're looking for backup dancers too. Oh, yeah, okay. it's a dance competition, but she wants dancers that look like her. Oh, so it's obviously bigger girls, but they're but they're all dancers. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, she's from Houston, uh, yep. or the Houston area. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lizzo. She's remember she played the flute growing up. That's right. Yeah. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Played yeah. in the band, uh, but she's turning 34 today. William Mosley is 35. Prince Liam on the E show, The oh, Royals. Yep, I like uh, him. Your kids know him as Peter Pavinci in the Chronicles of Narnia movies, but he's 35. Jenna Coleman is 36. Clara Oswald on Doctor Who. She was a companion to the 11th and 12th Doctors before landing the role of Queen Victoria, but she's 36. Patrick Stump is 38, lead singer of Fall Out Boy. They got some pretty good songs. Yeah, I like Fall Out Boy. Yeah, I've seen them in concert before, actually. Uh, they opened for uh, Blink-182. Oh, but cool. Patrick Stump is turning 38 today, so happy birthday to him. John Osborne of the Brothers Osborne turning mm-hmm. 40 today. I've seen them in concert, too. too. Nice. They opened for Chris Abelton. Uh, but, yeah, he's turning 40 today as John Osborne. Sally Hawkins is 46 today, Oscar nominee for The Shape of Water. Kevin McNally, 66. He plays Mr. Gibbs in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah. He's been in a few other things as well. Uh, Washington Spies, or Turn Washington Spies was the actual name of the show on AMC. He was in that, played a pretty big role. But, anyways, he's turning 66 today. Ace Freely is 71 today. Kiss guitar legend, rock and roll Hall of Famer, was inducted back in 2014. I don't know which character he is. Do you know Scott? Is he? He's not the cat, is he? Uh, and yeah, I can't remember. Well, anyways, it's early in the morning. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's a little early for Kiss. But anyways, Ace Freely is 71. Kate Pearson is 74. The B-52s, Love Shack, Rome, Rock Lobster, take your pick. Cy Robertson. From Duck Dynasty huh. is 74 today. Whatever so happened the, to them? Uh, I think they're just making money. Yeah. Uh, sitting back making yeah. money. Uh, but yeah, I don't think there's shows around anymore. Right. It was on A&E. But Cy Robertson is turning 74. And Casey Kasem. Would you consider them the Kardashians of Louisiana? or where <laughs> Of Monroe? Monroe. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, just, no. Yeah, okay. Did you ever watch the show? No, never did. Okay. Well, they, yeah, I wouldn't quite put well, them on that I just scale. the idea. I mean, you know, d- didn't. Well, I know that they always ended with praying around the dinner table. I Correct. Mean, Right, you know, but I, I mean, they they interacted. That certainly wasn't the Hollywood type stuff of the Kardashians. Right, right. right. There were family dynamics. Oh yeah, involved yeah definitely. There. there were. I mean, as far as reality shows, I guess you could draw somewhat of a similarity there. That's all. Uh, yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Cy Robertson, seventy four. By the way. He played quarterback at Louisiana Tech. His right. backup was Terry Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. uh, but And apparently he gave Terry Bradshaw a start because he went duck hunting all the time and didn't want to play football. But yeah. Cy Robertson, 74. And Casey Kasem would have been 90 today. Man. Passed away in 2014. Of course, he did Casey Kasem countdown. Uh, the voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo. Robin the Boy Wonder on Super Friends. Take your pick. But yeah, born on the state in 1932. All right, 623. WTAW news time is 630. It's 59 degrees. Take a look at your forecast after the news brought to you by Batteries Plus Bulbs. Stop in and save on Duracell Ultra Boat, RV, Motorcycle, and Lawn and Garden Batteries. See website for offer details and limitations. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Day two of early voting in Brazos County for the proposed amendments to the state constitution that would lower property taxes on some homes was six times better than day one. Elections Administrator Trudy Hancock says yesterday's turnout was 209. That follows 35 people voting on Monday. Sample ballots and voting times and locations are online at brazosvotes.org. 
A Brazos County Health District study presented to county commissioners yesterday indicates that nearly 90% of the county's population has access to exercise opportunities, but almost 30% of adults are obese and almost 20% are physically inactive. The health district's Dana Gayton says their active living plan targets 10 sectors of Brazos County residents to develop and implement plans for more people to become more physically active. One sector is business and industry. Encourage businesses to promote physical activity amongst employees by providing incentives and encouraging active behaviors at work. Another sector is the faith-based community. An example is New Victory Temple. They provide a community garden to help encourage the healthy eating and physical activity. So they want the people to come to the church and actually help garden. A 25-member committee for public and private organizations spent two years developing the health district report. There are still plans to build a privately owned data center on the Rellis campus. Brazos County Commissioners approved an update economic development agreement yesterday where County Judge Dwayne Peters says the only change is the construction timeline. This is the same document that we passed except the dates changed in there because of I think it was maybe Storm Uri that caused some electrical yes, problems that Cause everybody to pause and take a look at how how we make sure we have electricity. Between the county and the city of Bryan, the private owner will get up to $26 million in property tax relief if requirements are met that include a minimum valuation of $200 million within five years. At least 100 employees will be working in a building that was described as five times the size of a Walmart. The Brazos County Sheriff's Office is expanding the area where they use a trailer-mounted license plate reader. The modified agreement that we have will include the state highways, such as Highway 6, 21, and Highway 30. It sounds like since you want to expand the coverage area to state highways, you have uh, found this equipment beneficial. Absolutely. It's probably more traveled than your smaller highways. Sounds like you can get just about any kind of information you want and maybe try to establish some trends and things like that. Yes, sir. Uh, the amount of vehicles that are traveling through the area at any given time. Chief Deputy Paul Martinez says the modified agreement approved during yesterday's county commission meeting is with the Texas Department of Transportation. Texas lawmakers hear testimony from law enforcement about the dangers of fake paper vehicle registration tags. Sergeant Jose Escobano with the Constable's Office in Terravis County says this is the number one safety issue for law enforcement because they create what he calls ghost cars, which are often used in violent crimes. The Texas DMV was told by the CATF Constable's Office Precinct Number 3 that they had flaws, that dealers needed to be vetted, fingerprinted needed to be done, vetting the training program, verification of identifications number, the most basic, which is the identification number. That has not been fixed. Barbara Schwartz, TSN News. A Bryan police officer who stopped a car after seeing an inoperable brake light arrested the driver for not having a valid license with four prior convictions. 58-year-old Doug Estep of Bryan is out of jail after posting bonds for not having a license and municipal court charges of not having insurance, driving a vehicle with an expired license plate, and possession of drug paraphernalia. A Brian man arrested earlier this month for DWI with three prior convictions remains in jail after probation is revoked in two of the priors. According to online court records, 38-year-old Julio Quintero Salazar was placed on house arrest and electronic monitoring on March 21st. A month later, a judge issued an arrest warrant for violating conditions. That's after Salazar's latest DWI arrest on April 9th. He's also being held for immigration authorities. 
Lynn College has received bookstore services from Barnes & Noble for 20 years. During this month's Blinn trustees meeting, approval was given to negotiate a contract extension that could go as long as another 15 years. Vice Chancellor Richard Cervantes was asked about what Barnes & Noble would contribute to their future location in the new Bryan Campus Administration building. Do they do their own quote-unquote leasehold improvements? They have in the past. They have provided the fixturing if more than anything else. I don't know that I'd call it a build-out or improvement. It's more fixturing, and but that that's part of what we're going to negotiate with them. I know the amount that they have offered, at least at this point. Cervantes said a $200,000 signing bonus from Barnes & Noble will go into next year's Blends budget. WTAW news time is 635. It is 59 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Batteries Plus Bulbs. More news at the top of the hour. I'm Chelsea Rebert for 1620-945-WTAW. 637, Infomaniacs on this Wednesday morning. We're in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning Kubota, New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. And the weather is brought to you by United Roofing and Sheet Metal, home of the Duralast Roof System, world's best roof. Give them a call at 268-ROOF. Go to unitedroofingpros.com today. Partly to mostly sunny skies across the area today. High temperatures will get up close to 80 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight. Lows only dropping to the lower 60s. Partly sunny, breezy, a little warmer on Thursday. High in the middle 80s. Plenty of clouds around Thursday night. Lows only dropping to the upper 60s. And becoming partly to mostly sunny again on Friday. Breezy, high in the middle to upper 80s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan. 1620 WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on W. WTAW coming up in sports. We're going to be talking about Texas A&M softball's Katie Dack being named SEC Freshman of the Week. Also, A&M javelin thrower Caitlin Fairchild pegged SEC Women's Freshman Athlete of the Week. So we'll talk about those two ladies in sports. There you go. So I don't know if you guys, uh, by the way, you can call us or text us, be a part of the show if you'd like to do that today. Yeah, 979-695-1620. So I uh, don't know if you got a chance to see the sky this morning because it was it was really pretty cool looking. Um, because it was a very, very small crescent moon, and this is due east, uh, very, very small. Actually, I almost stopped and took a picture. Wow, okay. I did almost. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, but uh, yeah. but it's a, it was a crescent moon, and then above it uh, were Jupiter and Venus, both very, very bright. Okay, yeah. Like, no, I did, I did not notice yeah. this morning. And it's kind of like because of the, the, the way that, the, and there were some clouds going by it, but it's, it's almost like uh, the spoon, uh, it was a scoop of a spoon. The moon was the scoop of a spoon mm-hmm. that could pick up those two planets. And That's just cool. Carry them away. That's it was. Cool. Kind of fun. So I always referred to it as God's fingernail. Uh, well, it's called a fingernail moon sometimes, certainly. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, it, that's uh, that, that was pretty cool. So you may remember that tomorrow and you may not. Because who knows what the heck's going to happen in your life between now and then, right? Right. Yeah, I was just busy watching out for birds. I hear you. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. Uh, let's see. We'll talk to the congressman in the next uh, hour. We'll talk to uh, Mayor Nelson from Bryan later on today. It's basically your uh, chit-chat Wednesday. Um, let's see. In the meantime, um, apparently we're... The, we're, we're sending more stuff over to the Ukraine. Okay. And um, they're still, that you weren't here yesterday, Chelsea. They're, they're mentioning World War Three. The Russians are blaming this on the Ukrainians. That it could be World oh, they're War They're blaming it on the Ukrainians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just so you know, because uh, they're I, the ones that started all ex- of it, right? Exactly. They resisted. They resisted. That's, they just tried to defend their homeland. That, that's it. They resisted. It's their fault. So, so, uh, so as a result. All right. Um, mm. So anyhow, so we'll we'll see how okay. all that plays out. Uh, in the meantime, let's see what's our 
Title 42 update report for today. A lot can happen between now and May 23rd when the White House wants to end Title 42, which allowed stricter border controls because of the pandemic. For now, though, a federal judge in Louisiana is expected to block the move as the legal challenges continue. And the administration acknowledges that there could be a new influx of illegal immigrants if and when Title 42 is eventually ended. A large increase in the Department of Homeland Security has this six-point plan now to address that expected surge. It includes sending more federal personnel to the border, relying on non-governmental organizations to help deal with the illegal immigrants, and trying to do something about the role of Mexican criminal cartels and smugglers. There you are. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, AG uh, Merrick Garland, I think they had the audio at the beginning of the hour. Uh, you know, he was being asked, do you think there's going to be an influx of people once this is lifted? Do you uh -huh. think the border is going to be an even more of a crisis? And he basically said, yeah, I think so. And that's coming from someone in the Biden yeah, administration. Yeah. Wait, I, I think we knew that. I'm glad they're finally admitting mm -hmm. it. So, uh, you but know. I guess they're OK with it. Sure. Um, well, yes, they are, because it's not their problem. They can get in their uh, cars and drive away. The uh, Center for Disease Control and Prevention uh, held a briefing yesterday afternoon to uh, give us an update on the COVID-19 and the CDC. This is uh, uh, Rochelle Walensky, I think is her name, the head of the CDC. BA1 is only about 3% of the sequences identified. We are now more commonly finding the BA2 Omicron subvariant, which makes up about 68% of circulating virus upstate New York and the Northeast region where we have an increased number of cases and hospitalizations. So there's an uptick okay. in New York. Well, the VP's got it in D.C. Uh, yes, mm. yes, exactly. And so what are we supposed to do? We're we supposed to put our masks back on, whatever. So give us your report as uh, traveling into another part of the country and on airplanes and airports. Yeah, so... Uh Airports or airplanes, I guess, and airports, uh, definitely less masks. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are plenty of people who did not have them on. Uh, most of the flight attendants did not have them on, although I did see a couple who kept theirs on. Um, and again, you know, every but but I had we had no issues. And I will say every time the pilot came on or a flight attendant came on, they did remind people that it is now a personal choice. But they always ask that you respect people's choices. Well, so, good. yeah. It, and, and I saw absolutely no issues with it uh now i will say in vegas there were there were definitely a handful of people here and there with their masks on um but for the most part it was it was pretty mask free okay All i right. mean are they gonna act like vegas is not is not a germ factory if you're playing if you're playing games and stuff like that you touching everything yeah, i will say I, I saw employees going around spraying down like disinfecting chairs and especially at the slot machines where you're touching buttons sure, and right. things like uh, that um but yeah if there were people at like a blackjack table at least again i i didn't gamble at all i'm not a gambler but i i did walk through the casino obviously plenty of times getting back to rooms and things and so it was more of just kind of a passing glance but yeah i definitely saw masks here and there but if they they were like at a blackjack table with other people. Yeah, usually they didn't have masks. So on, there are so. no dividers at the table. No, games. no, 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 okay. no dividers. There were no plexiglass. There were nothing that looked out of of the normal Vegas when I went five years ago. Right now okay. you can't get anybody to blow on your dice. Probably at the craps table. Well, yeah, I fun. didn't. I didn't witness any of that. But yep. I, I didn't go back over there by the craps table. Well, you know, it so. just all depends. People are yeah, different. Yeah. But so, yeah, like I said, I mean, there. Yeah, there were definitely still people wearing masks, even if they. In, but you know, even if they were in big groups of people and stuff. 
stuff. Um, but I, I think for at least, especially with public transportation, you definitely saw more people going mask free. Right. Now they don't have to. So, so, so there's some guy with Patrick Belton. Is this Patrick this Belton? Yeah. He's British, yeah. uh, or I guess Irish, if you want to get uh, get real technical about it. But he he's with the British Broadcasting Company, mm-hmm. and he's in the U.S. for something. I don't even know exactly what it was. He doesn't say. But he tri- arrives to the U.S. and his uh, plug for his laptop apparently doesn't work in the hotel room. Yeah, because sure. they right. have different plugs. Yeah. I, which I didn't, I never knew that. So yeah. I'll keep that in mind if I ever <laughs> go over to Europe. And so he goes to Walmart and he's looking for a plug. And he goes, hi from America, where Walmart doesn't have a plug adapter for my U.K. laptop. But on the other hand, I can buy a rifle and ammunition. And he's got a picture and behind a glass case is a Red Rider BB gun. Dang right. <laughs> Absolutely. And a Daisy BB. I mean, it's, yeah. it's so it was obviously he doesn't know a lot about, about weapons. Technically, technically, I guess you could say it is a rifle. And technically, it does come with ammunition. But technically, it's a BB gun. So I don't even know if Chelsea would scare the birds away with this thing. <laughs> uh, so he's getting ripped up pretty good on social media. But yeah, it, I wonder if it's like a tongue in cheek tweet, though. Like if he, he knows so. they're BB guns. I don't think so. I, I really don't. Yeah. Um, so the tweet before from him says, hello, I am a well-traveled journalist. And also it only occurred to me at 1 a.m. when I sat down to file my piece that the U.S. has U.S. style plugs. Yeah, which that's crazy. <laughs> I never realized that before. And against, that's wild. No, it's crazy to me that you didn't know that Europe has different plugs. I've never gone to Europe. Uh, I know. A lot yeah. of people haven't. He, he should have known that. He should have. Oh, yeah. And, and I think that's what he's saying. Well, and yeah. I know. And that's what he's saying. He's like, here it is. Like, oh, at 1 a.m. I, I think it's hard to tell the sarcasm yeah, in yeah, someone's yeah. tweets. I don't know. I mean, his next tweet is not at all that Irish guy who went running for an hour on Miami Beach may have neglected sunscreen and may now be possibly bright red. Uh-huh. I think he's just kind of a funny guy. I, I, I don't think he was doing it. Okay. Cheek. But, but again, I don't really know him. I don't know him personally. Uh, you don't know him at all. <laughs> no, well, neither do you. So how no, do you know it's tongue no, in cheek? I, I, I don't either. I'm okay. just saying when I'm reading his other tweets and kind of going through it i think he's just trying to be kind of funny i think the uh, the adapter thing really kind of surprises me and and there may be a sort of some sarcasm to it but you know uh, we watch a fair amount of uh of british television mm-hmm. or, or european television right and they they use a phrase over there that we don't which is when they're breaking into some place they yell armed police because as opposed to the unarmed right police. because there are a lot of them in great britain who aren't armed and so and it may well again be touching when he does this, it could be a little bit of both. It yeah. could be to see what kind of reaction he gets from the readers or the That's people who too. follow him. The fact that they they really are adverse to guns to a great deal in uh, in the great in Great Britain. Yeah, and the fact that just behind some plexiglass, if you will, mm-hmm. U.S. Americans can buy these rifles. Yeah, these yeah. rifles. I mean, when I when I went to Ireland a few years ago, uh, one of the girls in my group was from West Virginia, so obviously very much on, on the same plane of, like, gun right thoughts uh-huh. and stuff. And, and, you know, they they have a lot of guns there. They rural. shoot guns at. Yeah, rural. And when we were talking to our tour guide, who was originally from France but lived in Ireland, and, you know, telling her, well, yeah, like, we have guns in the house. You can go shoot guns whenever you want. She was just amazed yeah. and appalled and was just like, oh, my God, I just don't get it. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's just the yeah. way and, of life and, where and, we live. And so that's why you guys, both you guys may be right. He may be tongue-in-cheek is what in what he's doing, but the reaction that he may get from some of the people who follow him 
could be laughing, but at the same time, it could be outrage. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, so he may be hitting uh, both sides of the ball yeah. there. My right? favorite response, sir, it gets worse. You can literally walk into Walmart and leave with an M1 Abrams tank, and it's one of those kids' tanks <laughs> oh, that you can you buy. Go. All right, oh, there's thanks. a little of that. Good morning, sports fans. I'm Zach Taylor. Your morning sports update on 1620 94.5 WTAW. This sports update is brought to you by Coleman and Patterson. Get true market value for your farm and ranch, heavy machinery, trailers, and more. Contact ColemanandPatterson.com about their next live and online simulcast auction at 654. Texas A&M softball's Katie Dack has been named SEC Freshman of the Week for her performance against number 2 Alabama this past weekend. The Parker, Colorado native led the Aggies at the plate, batting 600 and smacking her seventh homer of the year, Coach Joe Evans. She was so clutch. I mean, she came up in big situations and performed and a big home run off of Fouts on day three. And for a freshman, what a thrill. I mean, I, I was in the dugout with her and she said, Coach, I'm shaking. I, I'm a freshman, and I hit a home run off of Montana Fouts. I mean, everybody knows who Montana Fouts is, and uh, just really proud of Katie to be able to step up and do what she's doing. And you just see her week after week after week get better and better and be able to manage big situations. We're asking her to come in absolutely critical situations, and she's uh, doing a great job. Dak will look to continue to swing a hot bat tonight when the Aggies host Lamar for a midweek showdown. First pitch is at 6 o'clock at Davis Diamond with broadcast on Gospel 97.3 FM. Out on the track, AM Javelin thrower Caitlin Fairchild has been pegged SEC Women's Freshman Athlete of the Week. The Kansas native finished as the top freshman and second overall at the Michael Johnson Invitational in Waco. While Fairchild's throw registered as the top mark by a freshman in the NCAA this past weekend. Kyle Tucker went deep and drove in three runs to lead the Houston Astros past the Texas Rangers last night 5-1. Jake Odorizzi picked up the win on the mound, allowing just the one run on one hit and six innings of work. The rubber game of the Lone Star Series is tonight at 7.05. Broadcast will be on Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. And staying on the diamond, Sportsnet New York has released a letter written by MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred detailing the Yankees' sign-stealing methods in 2015 and 16. In the letter, Manfred says players watched instant replay monitors to pick up pitch sequences and then relayed that information to base runners in hopes they could communicate to the batter. Now, the letter did not suggest any real-time conveyance of signs from the dugout to the hitters, which is what Houston was found guilty of in 2017. Head out to the ice where the Dallas Stars picked up a much-needed win yesterday, edging the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2 in a shootout. Jake Ottinger was solid between the pipes, stopping William Carlson's shot in the seventh round to end it. Those are the opportunities that you want as a professional athlete to you know, be able to you know, step up for the guys that are in the room. And um, you know, This time of year, you want to be a guy that's looked upon to... You know, the guys look down in the net and they, they know that, you know, I'll be able to step up for them and, and uh, you know, be big and um, just really happy to have had the opportunity to play, you know, in a game like this and, um, you know, to get the win obviously makes it that much better. And with the victory, Ottinger and the Stars now lead Vegas by four points for the Western Conference's final wildcard spot. AM Consolidated Softball dropped its second place tiebreaker to Brenham yesterday for nothing. With the loss, the Lady Tigers will now enter the playoffs as the district's third seed. Meanwhile, out on the baseball diamond, College Station got the edge over AM Consolidated 6 to 4 and Brian Pummel Colleen Ellison 14 to nothing. And that's been your morning sports update brought to you by Coleman and Patterson on 1620 945 WTAW.
I'm Zach Taylor. You know, if, college, if you follow college football or I guess all college athletics, you know that the NCAA has slowly become less and less powerful, less and less important. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got to go away in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Because the way they are now, they're they're not running things. And yesterday they announced Mark Emmert's leaving. Yeah, I was about to say, speaking of going away. It's uh, probably a pretty good move. I yeah. think they 2023, uh, by the way. Well, or until they find somebody. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I mean, it could be that long, but uh, I think every... Every D1 football coach understands this name, image, image, and likeness thing has really changed the sport. So probably good that they're going to have some more modern-thinking people there. All right, it's uh, 7 o'clock, WTAW, College Station. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.